Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry. From the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with the very talented Ash Taylor. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Awesome. It's been a great day. We've been chatting before we even came on. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's like we're catching up, you know? I always love the pre-interview chats because that's where you get to catch up and just kind of get to know what's been going on. But yeah, thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. And, okay. So if any of our viewers haven't met you before, you want to tell us the uh, hard question of the day. Who is Ash Taylor? Ooh, you always ask the hard questions just to start it off. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I think the short answer would be um, I'm a singer songwriter. I do country music. Um, you know, I live in Nashville. It's what I love. I love country music, love being an artist. Uh, I'm also, though, uh, you know, like I'm a wife and I'm a dog mom and a sister and a daughter and um, just all kinds of things. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm just kind of I, I don't know. I'm just me. <laughs> I'm just me. <laughs> <laughs> it is super important to be a dog mom i'm just saying you know it, it's my favorite job honestly it really is absolutely yeah. I, I was on a yeah. conference call the other day and and you know my my dog jumped up and sneezed and i'm like hold on everyone time out stop the meeting a second have, have an important thing to do here yeah, yeah. oh no absolutely yeah i I love dogs. I mean, I really do. They're great. But um, yeah, I, I have a golden retriever, Melody, uh, Mel for short. And, you know, if you follow me on social media, I'm sure you see lots of content about Mel. But um, I always find it so funny because people are like, you know, it's like, oh, you do music. That's really cool. But most people, when they see me, they're like, um, how's your dog? And I just find that so funny that, you know, it's like everyone, they like don't, you know, get in show business, don't work with dogs or kids. And uh, my dog definitely is like the spotlight and we're totally okay with that because she's sweet and, you know, why not? She's just, she's, she's a good pup. She's a good dog. Absolutely. And, and she looks great, you know, uh, in, in the bandanas and, you know, uh, especially yes, for, sporting, you know, your logos and yeah. Yes, exactly. I know. she's like a unpaid merch model. But, um, no, she loves it. She's she's such a funny dog. Anytime you know, it's like you put a collar or like a bandana on her, she'll just sit and like puff out her chest, like she's really proud, and she just loves like when you put that kind of stuff on her. So we we call it collars necklaces. You know, it's like she gets a new necklace. Uh, she, she's a hoop. She's just fun. Oh, I, she does. I'm sure she has paid. It's just a different type of compensation. There's yeah. probably extra biscuits or something. I'm thinking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that dog is fed very well. So yeah, for sure. She's paid in a uh, paid in peanut butter and dog bones. So. Awesome. I strive for that <laughs> job myself almost. Yeah, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> it's a great job. Well, so tell me, we have the new EP that's uh, by the time this airs, I know it'll be released, but it's coming out. Yes. Talk, tell me all about this new EP, the Acoustic Sessions. Yes, the Acoustic Sessions. Um, So this is a, this is such a fun project. Like I've had the most fun doing this than I think any other project I've ever done. Um, But yeah, so it's called the Acoustic Sessions. It comes out Friday, May 5th. And kind of the whole thought process about all this and 
kind of how we did it is I basically went into the studio and I have three original songs that I had written. And all it is, is me and my husband and then Pat, who is my uh, producer. That's it. So it's totally acoustic, uh, stripped down versions of three of my original songs. Um, I think for a lot of listeners, uh, you know, it's mostly new stuff um, or newer stuff. Um, and it was just fun, though, because, I mean, literally, it's two guitars and a vocal. Um, and, you know, I basically, you know, just me and my husband both play guitars and I sing. And um, Pat is like one of my really, really good friends. And so it just felt like I was surrounded in the room with like family. But the the idea was to kind of bring it down to, you know, as I'm playing these songs, it's like, what was it like that moment that I wrote the song? And what if I could bring fans and everyone in and show them like, this is what it's like, you know? So it's just acoustic guitar and vocal. And, um, you know, a huge way on how I write my songs is like, I usually write them and then I go play them for my husband, who's my lead guitar and band uh, director. And, uh, you know, he kind of makes up the riffs and like, I mean, this is how we write songs. This is how we do it. So it, it's a very simple uh, project, but I, like I said, I had so much fun doing it. It was so great. Uh, just a good time. And I'm just excited for people to hear it and check it out. I'm definitely excited to hear. It. I there's nothing you know. I I love all the productions and things like that. But sometimes that intimate acoustic, it's just it just and makes you're just like oh, like it's yeah. just different. It's that, that feeling of you're just there. You're right in that moment. Like like we're sitting there writing a song or something. Like like it's just that intimate moment of oh. yes. And you know that and that was one of the things is uh, like you said, it's just very real and it's very mm -hmm. raw and that's so cool. And I love like the big fully produced tracks and the production and, you know, all that stuff is so great. And here in Nashville, we have so many amazing musicians and, you know, producers and engineers and all, but I'm just like, I, like, I just don't want to, I had nothing to hide behind, you know, with these sessions. Like I don't have 24 tracks. We don't have the ability to make this perfect. It's just real and raw. And I'm just telling you a story. And I just think that's powerful. You know what I mean? It's just very vulnerable for myself as an artist just to kind of put it all out there and just, you know, especially just not to do it with like big name people and great session players. But it's like, nope, this is how I play it because I wrote it this way. And, you know, this is my husband when you hear that lead guitar kick in and it's just, you know, me, him and Pat. And it's just friendship and family and it's intimate and real and raw. And uh, I, I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> I've never had so little to work with yet had so much fun in a project. Well, I'm so excited. I will tell you that much. I can't wait. Oh, good. Thank you. I appreciate it. So were there any songs now? Were any of these? Now, I'm not going to ask what's on it unless you want to just divulge that information. Oh, are, are, okay, I, so what songs uh, are, are going to be on this? Yeah. So the oldest one that I think fans will definitely know is going to be a song called Play Like Ken. Um, so I wrote that song after a guy told me that I played guitar like a man. And I chuckled and I laughed and I said, well, brother, I don't know what to tell you. I guess I just look like Barbie and play like Ken. And um, so my way home that night, I started writing that song and I've played it at shows for years. But um, that song was I call it the song that like almost changed my life because um, after I wrote it through a series of events, I actually got it to uh, Miranda Lambert's team and her publishing team. And they did what they called the hold on it, meaning um you can't play the song. You can't record it. Don't do anything with it because we're probably going to put this on Miranda's next album. Um, so it was on hold for like, I remember it being like almost a year, if not more. 
And so I couldn't really do anything with it. And then she ended up not going with that song. She gave it back to me. And so um, I've played it at shows for years and I know it's a fan favorite. So we decided to basically just show off guitar chops and just do a really cool acoustic version of it. And it's so much fun. It's high energy. Um, so that's a song I know if you've been to a show within the past couple of years, you probably know that one. Um, I also did a song that I wrote uh, during the pandemic called Cigarette, uh, which is a song about just basically sitting and watching the world burn. Um, I wrote that song with a really talented artist named uh, Kiana Myers. Uh, it's the only co-write on this project. Um, so that's a really, really fun song. And then the third song is a song called Family. Um, which some people might be familiar with, but um, I wrote that song basically has a letter to my four brothers. And um, I really like the way that it turned out. And it's probably definitely the most emotional song on the record for sure. So, uh, but yeah, those are the three tracks. Awesome. I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait to uh, hear them. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm excited for people to hear them. Like I said, it was so much fun and just raw and real and vulnerable. And um, I think it takes a lot of guts, I think, to put something out like that as an artist mm -hmm. and yes. definitely something not a lot of people do, but um, yeah, hopefully people enjoy it. Cause I know I sure did. Yeah, absolutely. You're so true. That does take a lot of guts to take something like that out. I mean, obviously yeah. if you were Taylor Swift, not a problem, right? So, right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, as, as a lesser known artist like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, display, I, this is me. And yeah. I think for me, uh, you know, one of the things I think about myself as an artist is like, and, and I think we may have talked about this before, but, you know, when I moved to town, I moved to town to be a songwriter. Mm -hmm. I never, I didn't move here to be an artist. I love to write songs. And even though now I am an artist and I get to go out and play shows and do all these things, you know, I think at the heart of it all, it's like I am a writer still. Mm -hmm. And that's just a big part of who I am and a brand and what I love. And so for me, the song is always king. And so I kind of thought, you know, with these acoustic sessions, it really strips it down and it doesn't really make it about production and all this. It's like, no, this is really about the song, because yeah. if you can sell a, if you can sell a song with two guitars and a vocal, you've got a great song, you know. So um, that, that was kind of the things that I really liked about it, though, is, is it, it just kind of lets the song speak for itself, you know. And it's again, it's like that's just kind of like my little offering. It's like, here you go. Here's a great song and I'm going to simply produce it and just uh, roll with it. Have fun. Just enjoy the simplicity. Absolutely. And I'm kind of glad that Miranda Lambert didn't cut it. Not that I wouldn't want that for you yeah. as a songwriter, okay? Because, no, I mean, but I mean, I say that because, you know, I remember I had the conversation with um, Joe Smith and we were talking yeah. about her song, you know, that was a Brandy Clark, right? Right. And I said to her, I said, I said, I heard that song the first time and I was like, oh my God, I need to know who wrote this. Like, there are certain yeah. songs I'm, I'm not, you know. And she goes, you know, I almost didn't cut it. And I go, what do you mean you almost didn't cut it? She goes, this guy named Kenny Chesney had it on hold for like over a year. And finally I'm like, look, if you're not going to cut it, can I cut it? And he's like, yeah, here you go. So I was like, that is so I cool. I think, but, well, and I think just sometimes it, everything really does like work out because like, yes. you know, I, I lost that song because the year that all that happened, um, if you're a Miranda Lambert fan, it was her uh, album, The Weight of These Wings, which was a total breakup album after yeah you know, the like Shelton divorce. So it was all a lot of sad, slow songs. And this song totally didn't fit that vibe. Yeah. But this also like, this is my story. So it, you know, it, everything just works out the way it should. And, um, you know, I don't know if Miranda's watching or listening, but if she wants to call me and I have lots of other songs she can take, uh, if she wants to help my banking account, you know, increase. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it all, it all works out in the end. Always, always does. 
or if you want to join us for a co-write, you know, I'll come to Nashville yeah, early, I promise. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for sure. So tell me, now you've started doing this, obviously, since the pandemic, and everyone's doing all these live streams and stuff like that. Yeah. You kind of continue doing a monthly live stream called Ash Wednesday, because obviously yep. your name is Ash, but, you know. Right. Play right. on Ash Wednesday there, the whole, you know, religious area. So tell us all about your live streams. Yeah, well, I know during the pandemic, a lot of people were doing live streams, uh, which I think is cool, you know, clearly, but the world has opened up and um, I have, a, I'm really blessed to have like a lot of fans that are all over the world, yeah. right? It's like a lot are in the US, but I have some in Canada and Australia and New Zealand and, and they're everywhere. And, uh, you know, after being just kind of isolated kind of for so long, I, I was like, man, how do I, how do I connect with people again? How do we how are we able to connect with fans and kind of, you know, rebuild and rekindle that relationship now that music is kind of slowly coming back and all. And um, I just had this idea and I was like, I just want to do a once a month live stream. So I did it. But yeah, so Ash Wednesdays uh, is so much fun. Like we have a blast doing it, but it's uh, the first Wednesday of every single month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on my Instagram. So at Ash Taylor Country. And um, we literally just have a big hangout section. So it's usually me. My husband's usually there playing guitar with me. Uh, my dog occasionally makes an appearance. But it's literally just us hanging out. We have fans tune in. Um, you can ask me any question that you want. So we have people tuning in, asking questions. We'll talk about like shows coming up and just like what we've been working on and what we're doing. And then um, I play songs. Sometimes it's originals, covers. Uh, sometimes I'll play you a song that I just wrote. Um, even if I forget the words and everything, it's like, you know, but just sharing stuff like we're doing. Um, and then my favorite part also too, is every single Ash Wednesday, every single episode, we actually give something away. So maybe that's a piece of my merchandise. Um, you know, it could be whatever. I've also had a couple companies like give me things like hats and beanies and guitar picks even, and just kind of, you know, be able to give that away to fans. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a blast, but it's kind of just something I like to do to, literally thank people like for supporting me and just to kind of have fun and just kind of, you know, just connect with people, honestly. Um, and so it's just a fun laid back show and I really enjoy getting to do it. it, it it's really a blast. Well, that is awesome because you know, that you made that point evident, like, you know, fans all over the world, because with the pandemic people were able to start so you're jumped up. So I was trying to move around here yeah. and I'm like, and I'm like, Oh, it's a real, don't mind me. You're Too much fine. caffeine. Uh, but no, the, you know, people all over the world got to meet you and know you and, and, you know, and, and that's the coolest yeah. thing because, you know, you're not always going over to other countries to play, but at least yeah. now you can say, okay, here I am. Here's my music. And, you know, they're following you. They're fans, obviously. Um, yeah. But that is the coolest thing. I think that did come out of the pandemic was learning new artists. Yes. And and just that expansion of music across the globe, the way we had never yeah. seen previously in, in the digital age. I mean, yes, we have the Spotify, the, the streaming, all that stuff we've had. But right. that connection piece is the piece that I think was lacking there. And, and yeah. Yeah, it's for me, too. I kind of like to call it, I guess, like a thank you, though, because, you know, I feel like during the pandemic, clearly, there, I mean, there wasn't really any shows or anything going on for so many people. And, you know, it was just, 
I know that I really enjoyed tuning into other people's live streams. And, and I did a couple during the pandemic and all, but like you said, you kind of meet people th- all throughout the world. But um, my kind of idea with Ash Wednesday is I wanted to like thank the people that like stuck in there when I really didn't have a lot going on. You know what I mean? It's like, we're all locked in the house and I just, I wanted like to give back and just have a, a way that fans could essentially just tune in and like, we can connect it's live. You can, you know, and even if yeah. someone tunes in, like the replay it's like if you comment on there i'm gonna go back and reply to your comment like but it's, it's just a cool way to connect uh you know and then if you got to a show that's even better but um at least for now it's like we can connect and chat and just kind of rekindle our relationship so I, I i'm really grateful for it so yeah and it's awesome i haven't been able to tune in for a long period of time sometimes but when i'm able to tune in i'm like i love it Cause I just oh, enjoy, thanks. you know, you're one of those few people that like, I could just sit and talk to you for like ever. I could call on the phone and be like, Hey, what are you doing? And you'd be like, I'm doing nothing. So I'm like, sweet. well, that sounds I, like fun. I feel the same way about you. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, you know, I was just like, I, I like to always just treat everyone just like a family. I really do just, you know, love on people. And you know, it, it's not me when I do an Ash Wednesday, it's like, I'm really not trying to impress anyone. I just want to talk to you, connect with you. I want to know how you're doing. Uh, you know, it's like my husband's here and my dog and we're, we're just hanging out. And it's like, I, I think just people, I think people kind of in my experience, they just relate to that because it's like, I'm just being real and authentic. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, this is what it is. And um, I, I think that's just something that uh, in society maybe isn't as popular, but um, for me, it works really well because <laughs> I'm just kind of myself and I really can't be any other way. So I just, I like to share that with people though, and just have them feel welcomed and feel like we're best friends. And we get to hang out because I genuinely care about people and how you're doing and how my fans are doing. It's like, I just care. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, yeah. you know, I think that's just how I'm going to say that's how we were raised because I'm the same way. My mom always made me feel yeah. like everyone is, is family, friends, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, and that's just how I grew up. And, and, you know, even, you know, I was talking about a situation one time, there was someone that was trying to bully me and it wasn't uh-huh. me per se. She had a bad situation at home. Right. Yeah. So that day she was, she was kind of mean to me and I was like, whatever, I blew it off. Right. Yeah. Cause I didn't know what was going on at home at the time, but, um, that day my mom came to pick me up at school. I remember. And I'm like, she needed a ride. And my mom goes, does she have a ride home? And I go, I don't know. Let me go ask her. Here I am uh, you know, oh, wow. asking this girl that I'm like, okay, this could this could turn out really bad or really good here. So yeah. but it turned out really great. Like, you know, I said, Hey, wow. you need a ride home, you know, you know, and she's like, Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. And you know, so yeah, you know, it's just it she became one of my best friends, like one of my best friends throughout high school. And anyone said something about me, she'd be like, Hey, don't talk about her. But she'd be like, she's like ready to go fight him. I'm like, yeah. no, no, don't fight him, it's okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's that saying, um, and I feel like now I'm going to butcher it, of course, but you know, that saying of just be kind to everyone because you don't know what they're battling. Yes. And it's like, it's true. It's just bully you, kindness, you do whatever, just, just be kind, just be kind to people. Absolutely. We need more kindness in general in the world. So that's uh, yes, yeah. amen to that for sure. <laughs> yes. well, so obviously make sure you tell everyone also to sign up for the Badass fan club. Um, because yes. frankly, you know, that's really cool. I love getting those messages and, uh, the emails and new merch that's coming up and things like that. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you tuning into those and all, but yeah. Um, I really, again, it's just, I really appreciate my fans and we're always working to add more and do more things with it. But, um, yeah, easiest way is just to go to my website, ashtaylor.com. And there's a, 
page on there. You'll see it uh, just called the bad ashes um, and just feel free to join into your name and email address and that's it. But you're, you know, the, the bad ashes are kind of able to get like, you know, uh, the news kind of before it's leaked. Like they knew about the acoustic sessions before it came out. They knew about, you know, all this different stuff. And um, we also just give like offers and special merch and all kinds of stuff. And again, it's just, it's a cool club and it's full of great people. So if you want to meet fellow fans that just love music and that are cool, that's your spot. But um, I just super grateful for them and all their support for sure. Absolutely. So we got some new crazy questions. Would you be interested in doing them now? I love crazy questions. <laughs> Go for it. Wonderful. Uh, Tigger, are you going to ask them? You're like, I'm going to ask them. Here I am. Say hi. Feel free. <laughs> okay, Tigger. You can. Okay. Okay. So Tigger's being Tigger's cuddly cute. right now. She's like, hi, I need to cuddle. It's been a while since I said hi. Super cute. Oh my gosh. She's it- like happy. Happy cuddling, like very she happy. Is. She is. She, we were at the vet and the vet's like, yeah, I'm impressed with this cat. Not no, like she's pretty healthy for uh, 19. Um, but he's like, I'm oh, impressed. Wow. Like, she's she's doing great for, you know, like, you know, he goes, the last time we saw her, he goes, wait, because she has some, you know, arthritis and stuff. He's like, I'm surprised. Yeah. He goes, I'm surprised. Like, you know, there are times I'm like, I wonder if she's going to make it or like, you know. Like, yep, wow, she's 19. What a life. Yep. So whatever she wants, she usually gets because, you know, she she's the old lady and she's spoiled. And yeah, let's make her spoil them. Spoil them. Hey, little buddy. Yep. You're just happy. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> back to the crazy questions after we talk about yeah. the crazy cat lady, right? Um, <laughs> uh, tell me, what is the best excuse for being late you've heard or used? Mmm. Well, I'm never late. And I say that with all seriousness. Uh, if you know me, if I'm 10 minutes, like I'm basically usually somewhere 15 to 20 minutes before I need to be like, I, I, I'm very picky about that. Um, I've had, I'm trying to think, cause I, I've heard a lot over the years. Um, I, I, I think probably like you ran out of gas on your way to something. I had someone like be supremely late for like a co-write or something and they were like, um, Hey, I ran out of gas. Like I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And then it was like, I'm out of gas. And I'm like, so you're in your car and you didn't think to put gas. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe you should have put gas in your car. Like, cause you're driving. Like I felt like, the, I don't know, maybe that would be a thing. Um, but I don't know. That's probably, probably the worst one I've heard. It's just like, okay, buddy, whatever. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure we could change this question to what's the worst excuse you've heard for a co-write? Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I've written with a lot of people. I've heard a lot of different things. So. <laughs> oh, It makes for an interesting conversation, that's for sure. Always. So always. if you had a pet parrot, what would you teach it to say? Um, I would probably just want it to say like a random name like bob and i i don't know why but i just i find like that would be kind of funny like if you were on a conversation with an actual person and you're like you know the milk was on sale and and then it just goes bob i don't know why i find that kind of funny i, I don't know why uh, i'm probably gonna listen back to this and go wow i sound like an idiot but but it's funny it's, i mean it's funny hey that is funny yeah, you know, I, it's I uh, randomly bird speaking in general. I think, you know, yeah, uh, 
Yeah. I feel like people would come over to my house for dinner and within like 20 minutes, they're like, who the hell is Bob? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a, like, yeah. why is Bob so impactful in your bird's life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, who's Bob? I don't know. I, 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 well, and you know, it's not like a dirty or bad word or anything either. So, you know, it's just not offensive. It's like, well, you know, it's just it's Bob. I don't know. Whoever <laughs> he is, Bob. <laughs> Oh, I feel like there's a song here somewhere coming Some, out. There's a there's a song called Bob uh, on my album. <laughs> uh, I swear, if we ever get together in a co-write session, I'm like, no, we're writing a song called Bob. I don't care. It may not be the title, <laughs> but Bob is going to be in this song. <laughs> yep, whoever Bob is, he's here. He's here. He's here. That's going to be an interesting interview piece too, if I can explain. So, so what made you want to write the song, Bob? What's <laughs> I'm like, well, this one time Donna and I, we, uh, <laughs> Bob. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could party with any musician or band, who would it be? Mm, I'm not much of a, <laughs> partier if I'm being honest but if it was like we're gonna get together maybe have dinner maybe have like some wine and just chat and like do whatever um Brandy Clark I'd like to pick her brain I'd like to talk to her I'd like to I I would love to know what goes on in her head when she writes songs I would I would have a million questions on her albums I, I think Brandy Clark would probably be at the top of that list I feel like that would be a very long dinner and I need to join so I think we've gone yeah, on this before, on. you know. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we write our girl crush totally over her. So, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I tell people all the time, Brandi Clark is like my, um, she's just my songwriting hero. She's like my favorite artist. Um, I mean, she's just, she's just incredible. And I, I, I love to listen to like podcasts and, um, you know, different interviews or read books even. I just, I like to know how people I admire how they think. And I, I just feel like having dinner with her and being able to sit and talk to her and ask questions, I would just be, oh, I would just, I would love that. Like if it ever happened, I'd, I'd die happy. I mean, it's just, so, that would be so cool. Okay. I'll see if we can get that planned. I don't know if I have any actual yeah. cool, but I'll try. Hey, so, if you could, if there's something I'd, for I'd, September, we'll see what, what's happening in yeah, September. Exactly. And... <laughs> Center and yeah. Oh man. No, I, that would be so freaking cool. I'd, I'd lose my mind. I'd be so happy. Finish this line. Today, mm -hmm. my favorite song is. Oh, gosh. Um, man. I know a song that I've listened to repeatedly is uh, Ain't Always the Cowboy by John Party. I've heard that. I, I've listened to that song three times today because I find it really interesting. I also don't know if I can have two. Um, but if I can, that's yes. not cheating. Okay. Um, a song that has really grown on me in the past couple weeks that I have been kind of like dissecting in my brain and looking at it is a song called, um, live off by Lainey Wilson. Um, great song and very interesting melodically and stuff. So, um, yeah, I probably see those two right now are like my two top favorites and I'm just like dissecting them and I'm like, these are great. <laughs> like there's, there's super great songs. Well, you could probably give everyone like 10 million different songs to go listen to because you are that person that, that you know, you love music as much as you make music, you know? So yeah. I, you know, I've been putting on even just like YouTube videos of like full concerts 
And it's just, I mean, country music is like my love and my heart. But like, you know, earlier today, even I had Willie Nelson, Austin City Limits on in the back. And then, uh, you know, we were listening to something from like Harry Styles. And I watched a Queen concert from like 1986. And yeah, it's just, it's awesome. Like music is great. Uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I love being a student of it and just learning about the songwriters and the musicians and studio guys and just everything. It's yeah. just, it's incredible. Well, this is totally really far from music, but it is very important. Okay. This has caused fights, I know. Does the toilet paper go over or under? <laughs> Here's the truth of it. I'm too old uh, to really care which way it goes as long as it's on there. You know, I feel <laughs> like, you know, like when I walk in and like the, you know, toilet paper roll is empty. It's just like, what? Come on. Come on. So as long as it's on there, I don't care. I feel like I have low expectations. I've learned what is important in life. And, you know, if, if it's on there, you're good. It doesn't matter which way, just put it on there. Low expectations. Well, I will apologize in case it's not, but that means that I was in between meetings and I was actually in a meeting. So, oh, <laughs> I've done, I've done it. Truth. I've done it. No toilet paper, but it's like right there. So it's not like you have to go for it. It's oh, like, right. Then just put it on. Yeah. So that's nice then. But at least yeah. it's right there. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. It's good. So you never run out. Trust me. Um, <laughs> Very important. Very important. Right there. If you had a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Um, PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon. That would not suck, actually. That would be kind of great. Um, it's my favorite beer. Big fan. Uh, it's delicious. It's great. Um, so yeah. Hey, PBR. I, I you have time. a new spot. <laughs> you need to get her on your list of artists. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> trust me. I'm here. They know I'm here. I'm like, <laughs> no, I mean, I think that'd be kind of cool though. I mean, you know, especially here in Nashville, it's like, you know, you go to a bar downtown and like a PBR is like $8 nowadays. Um, so I mean, yeah, lifetime supply of PBR would be awesome. Yeah, and I think that, I think that's in the city in general like that, though, isn't it? The, yeah. The price of, yeah. Yeah. So, do you believe in unicorns? Yes. Why aliens? not? Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I, I'm sure I actually know a couple of aliens. I'm probably <laughs> friends with them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, no offense to any of my friends that are watching, but they know they're weird. So, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> If you were the ruler of the world, mm -hmm. who would be your top advisor? I'd like to pick Jesus Christ. I think he could really help me out. <laughs> That'd be a great advisor, right? That would be, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were arrested, what would you be arrested for? Mm, probably something stupid like jaywalking. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I really try not to get into too much trouble, but I, I feel like with my luck, it would just be like, I jaywalked and I, I'm now in handcuffs and someone's going to have to come bail me out. <laughs> it's something dumb. <laughs> I, I could see that. I'm just, I'm just laughing because I could see that, like, yeah, maybe something yeah, stupid. Like, I, you're like, how did someone actually get arrested for this? Like, you know, yeah. like some people, it's like, what were you arrested for? And it's something really like badass, you know, like it's super, super cool and everything. And then it, it, me, I'm like, I, I, I jaywalked. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> or I walked in a crime scene. I don't, something like that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So they're just totally dumb and so not impressive for cool. Yeah. Oh. Tell me, what's the one podcast you'd love to be a guest on? Oh, uh, actually, Mr. Bobby Bones, his podcast. I've been uh, listening to that for a long, long time. And I really enjoy his interviews and how they're done. And, you know, very similar to this, just casual and everything. But I think that'd be cool to be on his podcast. I would be totally down. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, like I just recently read one of his books. And yeah. the funniest, I, and I said to someone, I said, you know, no matter what you do in life, I said, it was, it's true. I mean, like, you know, so, but the way he word is you'll suck until you don't like, I was like, that's perfect. That's exactly it. Thank yeah. you. We didn't oh, need to sure. sugarcoat it. Just that's it. Yeah. He's also like someone I think it'd be cool to have like dinner with or, you know, whatever. Cause it's like, he's lived a very interesting life mm -hmm. and yes. uh, his story is just incredible. And it's honestly very like inspirational. Um, and the way he's just so blunt though, like, like, you know, like he says, it's like, you suck until you don't. And it's yeah. like, man, you didn't sugarcoat that in any way, did you? Yes. And that's, that's what I love about him. Like you have to sugarcoat yeah. it. I'm like, just, just say it. Like it is what it right. is. I mean, what am I, what are you going to do? Offend me? Okay. I'm offended. Thanks a lot. You offended me. Okay. So let's move forward yeah. now. Like, I, yeah, exactly. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me the strangest thing in your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a funny question. Um, okay. So we were kind of talking about this before we started the interview, but you know, I don't, so I don't really cook, but my husband cooks and he's a fantastic cook. And, um, he is a big advocate of the keto for, uh, keto and carnivore lifestyle. And so he does some interesting things, but, um, right now there's like chicken feet in my fridge um that he we feed our dog that we put it we make our dog's food oh, and we put it okay. in there but I feel like if you were to come over and like you open the fridge and it's like why do you have chicken feet in your fridge it's next to the PBR but you know it's like <laughs> it's I mean that's pretty weird you know what I mean so I, I'd probably say it's the chicken feet that, that would probably freak some people out uh, it might. Some people might be like, are you doing some kind of Santeria here? Well, what's up with the, yeah, the chicken feet? Not. <laughs> I, it, listen, it's, it, it's for the dog and it's really good for the dog and the dog loves it. So giddy up, you know, yeah, I think we need um, to exchange dog food recipes because we we do our own dog yeah. food, too. But we we deviate the chicken because we have one dog that's allergic to it. So oh, we, do, no. we do turkey. So oh, yeah. turkey is delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We uh, we call it puppy rice. So it's like usually uh rice and veggies and different mm -hmm. kinds of meat mm -hmm. and eggs and uh we put vitamins and all kinds of stuff in there but yeah uh them chicken feet it's weird but yeah. it works <laughs> it works <laughs> oh i'll have to send you some of my uh peanut butterflies that i make for our dogs oh please do mel's Absolutely. favorite thing is peanut butter it's peanut butter everything she loves okay. peanut butter she would die Yes, I will. I will have to send you some. I'll have to make some bigger ones because they're little for the little dogs. Uh, so they'll oh. be like, she'd be like, what is that? Uh, that was a morsel. Come on. I need like 10 of those. You know, she's so. like, this is the crumb, but it's delicious. It's a very <laughs> delicious crumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we love that. Let me know for sure. So Absolutely. she, she, Absolutely. So tell me something on your bucket list. Uh, career wise, playing the Grand Old Opry. I would uh, ball my eyes out like a baby, but yes, I, I think if I could do one thing, it's uh, it's definitely going to be playing the Grand Old Opry. As far as like a personal bucket list kind of a thing, um, I have loved horses my entire life, but I have never ridden one. Mm 
So I actually was talking with one of my friends who works on a, a ranch out here in Nashville. And I know this year I'm going to learn how to ride a horse and I'm super pumped about it. But um, yeah, riding horses and playing the Grand Ole Opry. That's my top two right now. Top two. Awesome. I mean, I can play the Grand Ole Opry with you, but um, I will be a viewer maybe. And uh, yeah, I'll absolutely right, ride horses you. with you anytime. <laughs> thank you so much. Much, much better <laughs> after you learn how to though, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely got to learn how. But, you know, uh, it's kind of like, I, I know this kind of, uh, well, I'm weird and we already know this, but um, I made it like That's a why we love you. Thank you. And I, thank you. And I love you too. That love is mutual. But um, I've actually made a whole list this past year. You know how people have like New Year's resolutions? I almost kind of made like a short term, like little bucket list thing. And it's like riding horses. And like, I just went and got my fishing license. And, you know, um, I, I want to buy a kayak and like, I have all these weird things. I also want to learn how to braid hair. So I I've always, I've never learned, but I'm like, man, I want to do some pigtails. I want to do like, I want to know how to braid hair. So I have like a whole list of things that I'm working on. So that is really cool. I love it. Yeah. Life is short. I'm just like, man, I've always wanted to do that. It's like, Absolutely. just do it. Live it up. Yeah. Live it up. Do it. Enjoy every yeah. experience. That's, that's what life should be. Absolutely. Agree with you. So tell me. I know you, we've probably talked about this before. Yeah. The one place that I have to go to eat when I'm in Nashville. Edley's barbecue. Hands down. I, I, Edley's. Uh, it's like a Nashville Southern take on barbecue. And oh my gosh, is it delicious? It is. It is delicious. Um, <laughs> they have like barbecue pork nachos. They have just brisket, pulled pork. Oh, the sides are great. The mac and cheese, banana pudding. Um, that's, I'm, I'm just going to call you and, and we'll just be like, we'll go. That's it. We're just going to listen. Go. You want to go to lunch? You want to meet up for lunch at Edley's? Yeah. I got like, I'm there. Uh, yeah, it's honestly like, it is my favorite restaurant in all of Nashville. And it used to just be one location and they've gotten so big and so popular. Now they're, they've definitely spread out and they're pretty, pretty well all over Nashville, but oh my gosh, they are just so good. Just delicious. So yeah, I would highly recommend going there though. while you visit for sure. Absolutely. Okay. That is definitely on my bucket list now. have to check that out. Yeah. It, I, it, and with you, well, obviously. Yes. Hit me up. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what else is happening this year? Uh, you have some tour days going on, some, some chaos like that, you know? Yeah. You know, life is very hectic and chaotic, but I am not complaining and just super grateful to be super busy doing what I love to do. I think that's a great thing. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh, Right now, like we said, you know, we're getting ready to release the CP and we also are going to be releasing a bunch of music videos and different things. Um, so there's lots of stuff that we're working on and releasing. Um, so, you know, make sure people head to my website, ashtaylor.com, follow me on social media, and you can kind of keep up to date with us as we announce all that. But yeah, we're, we're also like already back in the studio and we're already working on our next project to release as well. So we have more new music coming, more stuff. Um, we also are going to be uh, definitely playing some shows. Uh, I, I know I'll already have played it like when this airs, but I'm really excited that uh, we're actually going to be going up to Knoxville, Tennessee at the end of this month in April. And uh, we're actually going to be playing what they call the Blue Plate Special, which is a television and radio broadcast with a live studio audience. And lots of people have played it, um, including like Marty Stewart and Chris Stapleton and a lot. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that. So we're playing that. And then, yeah, we're going to be doing some out of town shows and dates all coming up. Um, none of which I can announce yet. But yeah, keep in touch. I mean, we're, we're, it's going to be a very... 
I can say this, it will be a very, very busy year. And you just brought your dog up there on the camera. And I, oh my gosh, that dog is so cute. She <laughs> was just scratching and scratching. And I'm like, ow, my leg. I'm like, I better just pick her up. Oh, I, so she wanted to say hi because, you know, yeah, she knows yeah, you love her. I, I'm literally like giving like the sales pitch, like ashtaylor.com. Look at that dog. Look at how <laughs> that dog is. I was not trying to distract you at all, but now, <laughs> you're looking, now that everyone's looking at the cute dog that's yawning at me, um, you know, oh. make sure you go to ashtaylor.com. We'll have the links in the description. Yeah. I'm so excited for your uh, debut there on the uh, Blue Plate special. Thanks. I, like I said, I'm really excited. We just, we have so much cool stuff, whether it shows or new music and, you know, I, I, new merch. I mean, we just have so much going on right now that um, even if I can't like talk about it or announce it, it's just like, I'm excited. Like it's going to, it's going to be a great year. I think 2023 yeah. is really shaping up to be a great year for us and makes me super excited. I'm just happy to, you know, be here and doing our thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So ever just go check out all the uh, stuff for Ash, follow all of our socials. Uh, I like to say stalk her, but you know, yeah. in a nice way, in a fan way, not in a weird way. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I tell people that it shows all the time, you know, like towards the end, it's like, Hey, if you would like to internet stalk me more than welcome to, here's my handles. Like, you know, <laughs> I want press charges, uh, stock away. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I like, I, I genuinely, you know, it's like, just appreciate people like you support me, um, you know, yourself included who have me on podcasts. I appreciate fans that come to shows and listen to music and just all that stuff. And so I love making new friends, uh, love, you know, kind of growing our fan club and our following and just kind of being able to connect me with people. So don't be a stranger. If you listen to the podcast, go follow me, shoot me a message. Uh, I like to talk to people. So I'll, I'll reply for sure. Well, thank you all for joining us, but thank you, Ash, for joining me again. And like I said, it's yeah. just so great to always catch up with you. We could probably sit here and do this like every day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I this. But no, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk to me today. And uh, Crazy Women Country has been, you guys have been very, very good to me. So thank you so much. I really do appreciate all that y'all do. So. Well, we love you here. And uh, yeah, even Jesse loves you, obviously. She hasn't seen you for a while. Thanks, Jesse. So <laughs> well, looks comfortable just like uh, like a baby she is, she is that's that is her nickname this is baby puppy i will have Aww. to share with you our uh make sure that you have my instagram personally and uh yeah you'll see the travel photos of when i have to carry her and hold her like a little baby and yeah at nighttime she wakes you up by scratching and be like hi cuddle me i'm like did you just wake me up oh to cuddle God. you i'm like seriously oh dog you well she's just, she's a little cutie. she's a cutie she's cute yeah, and she is the baby. She's the youngest. So, yep, she gets away with it all. Oh, uh, well, they, they all do. They all do. <laughs> they, they know they're cute and they work it to their advantage. Absolutely. But thank you again yeah. for joining me. And thank you, friends, for joining us. And again, go follow Ash. And we'll see you next time here in Crazy Women Country. Bye. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.